to the Mel K show. Uh, Andrew has been traveling, which is why we haven't had our first show of, of uh, 2024 until today. But I'm excited, as always, to have him back. Thank you for joining me, sir. Well, thanks for having me. It's um, it, I'm glad to be back home and to uh, and to be back with you. Well, you know what you told me before we came on online, you and I have been warning for a very long time that uh, Saudi Arabia and other countries, UAE, Iran, uh, were threatening January 1st. They were joining the BRICS nations. And in fact, they did, as we have been telling people, which is a very big deal. But you were in um, overseas and you were finding uh, in some nations that used to be very welcoming to the U.S. dollar that uh, this is already uh, changed on the ground over there. So can you tell my audience a little bit about what you were finding overseas when it comes to the U.S. dollar? Sure. So in, in like Hong Kong, in Dubai, and in Tokyo, if if you walk around with a wad of dollars and a wad of their local currency, they don't want the dollars at all. In fact, the only way that I was able to unload any uh, U.S. currency was, uh, was in, in the time in each country before I could actually exchange into the local currency when like they bring the bags up from uh, from downstairs to your room and you just give them like a $20 bill and that's that's they have no choice like that's all you have so right. it's take that or take nothing and that was the only way that they were willing to take the dollar for anything i even saw um, some places some restaurants in hong kong where they don't want to take um, foreign credit cards where there's a conversion of their currency into the dollar or wherever the people are traveling from Wow, that is uh, amazing. And as we've warned, uh, officially, um, uh, United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Iran, uh, Ethiopia, Egypt, Argentina, all talking about uh, leaving the uh, U.S. dollar being the world reserve currency behind and joining uh, this new uh, BRICS nation. So for anyone that hasn't seen this before, what does that mean for America, particularly that Saudi Arabia is now um, no longer going to be holding up the petrodollar? Well, it's actually devastating because now all these different countries are going to be able to buy oil and other commodities in their own local currency. And, uh, and if you think about it, that's probably how it should have been set up for them all along. It's <laughs> just, uh, it's just uh, Henry Kissinger back in 1971 was sent to um, was sent to Saudi Arabia. Um, Nixon sent him over to make a deal, and it was it was like um, you're going to trade in the dollar for not just the United States but everybody else, and we're going to ensure that the House Assad stays in power, and that's a deal that that stood up until the first of this year, and yeah. as of the first of this year, Saudi Arabia is officially in the BRICS. It, I guess it, it's not going to, the acronym is not going to grow. It's always going to be BRICS, which is now headed up by uh, by Vladimir Putin and Russia. So he he's at, he's the president of BRICS as of the first of the, of the year as well. Right. Yeah. And that's another thing people aren't looking at. And again, this goes back to terrible foreign policy and a lot of terrible decisions. They also went off the gold standard in 1971 when they did that. Uh, and our money has been backed by nothing. And we've been getting away with it. Also, uh, One of the big ways is using sanctions against foreign nations. Well, when we pulled the sanctions on Russia, 
going into the Ukraine debacle, uh, the rest of the world decided that they had had it, as far as I can see. Using sanctions against nations as a weapon for all these years has backfired significantly, in my opinion. And um, here we are dealing with the repercussions. But also the BRICS, the part of the BRICS uh, nation and what they're doing there is that it's backed by gold. Uh, they are rejecting the entire fiat currency model, the debt model that the United States uh, has been running the world on and the IMF, World Bank, all these people. Um, so what does that say for gold now that um, this has officially happened? I would assume that the uh, gold demand, supply, everything is going uh, nuts over this. Maybe not uh, overtly yet, but you have to be seeing some motion. Oh, yeah. It, it's not at the level that I thought it would be, but it's definitely headed there. So for the first time in my entire career in precious metals, I've seen gold at over $2,000 an ounce now for weeks. This has been going on now for weeks. And even as we sit right now, it's somewhere around um, 2,030 an ounce. And this is great because gold has not been able to hold above 2,000 an ounce ever before. So right. I think that for people out there that um, that are looking for some guidance on how they can protect themselves and how they might be able to capitalize on the entire world going away from fiat currency, that would be to, to invest in gold because if you if we really are going to a gold-backed uh, central bank digital currency, then that means you're already in. You're in on the ground floor. Yeah, totally. And uh, this is really important to look at because what I will tell you is that um, I'm seeing from J.P. Morgan, from Chase, from Bank of America, they're putting out information at, through their blogs and their people and their surrogates uh, talking about how positive tokenization of your savings and of your bank account and of your money is going to be in the future. Tokenization is the central bank digital currency, I believe. And they are starting to put out PR and propaganda to let everyone think that the, the wave of the future to make things more safe <laughs> would be to go into tokenization through the central banks, uh, the main banks in America, where your savings and, of course, BlackRock and Vanguard are all in it, so where your IRAs, 401ks are. All this tokenization talk is really about going to uh, not just the central bank digital currency, but a full track and trace surveillance blockchain ledger, which is already built and was funded by O. Biden in the original Infrastructure Act. Um, so basically they're putting a, a nice, they're putting lipstick on a pig, as they say, when they're talking about tokenization being the future, that really is the central bank digital currency from what I'm reading. It is. And, and, um, um, for me, when I first started learning about that, it was around like 2017 when I first got into cryptocurrency and, um, I got involved with XRP, which is ripple and I'm not recommending, uh, any crypto or any any tokens at all at this point it's a, to me it's still a wild wild west and very risky but one of the things that i initially liked about xrp is that that was going to be a token that the banks could use to be able to transfer funds 24 hours a day and even on holidays from bank to bank it, it was an institutional token and uh, i think that a lot of people are just banking on that becoming the norm and that's why people invested in xrp for me I see much greater value in getting involved with gold and silver. Um, people always tell me, they go, they say, Andrew, you talk about gold way more than silver. Does that, does that mean you like gold more? But really what's good for gold is great for silver because silver could double or triple in price easier than gold can. So I still go back to my tangible assets over, over tokens, over any cryptocurrency. And um, 
going back to my trip here when I was abroad just um, the, over the last few weeks in, in Tokyo, they, they don't really use cash for anything. So you, you use your phone or a credit card. Like um, I know when I go places like Las Vegas and, you, and you're in a cab, um, they'll say that their credit card machine's broken because they, they want to trick you into giving them cash. Well, right. when you're in Japan, they don't want cash at all. And, um, and I think that that's where we're all headed. So it starts by the dollar being completely devalued, which would make the price of gold go up. And it, it won't, won't only kill the dollar, it'll kill all of the fiat currency out there, even right. um, the Russian currency, uh, the yuan, and it's going to force the people to go straight into the tokens or a central bank digital currency, which as you just said, you lose all of your privacy. You're actually, um, you, you could be approved or denied based on your social status. Right. And, uh, social credit and, score. It's a full implementation exactly. of social credit score. ESG score was started by the, the great resetters, Larry Fink and Friends, and the uh, International Banking Cartel to actually come to us. It was to start through the corporations and the banks, but to trickle down to us. There, yeah, I've done many shows on the natural asset class, which they are trying to implement right now. Uh, Bloomberg and the movers and or first movers of the World Economic Forum and the COP conference they, they just had, turning all of our natural resources uh, given by God into uh, commodities on the New York Stock Exchange. So these people are not giving up on um, controlling all financial uh, movement all over the world. And again, the central bank digital currency isn't American. It is it is the private Western Central Bank, and it's actually being run by the Bank of International Settlements, the IMF, and the World Bank on top. Because, Andrew, what I just saw is that um, the head of the EU, which is uh, obviously dictating for a lot of people out of Brussels what they want to happen, has announced not only are they going to be making mandatory digital ID, uh, digital wallets, which would also include your immunization and your health records from the World Health Organization, but it would also include your digital banking records, your central bank digital currency. And in the EU, they are not going to make it a choice. And I believe that that is the end goal here. Um, so let's talk about retirement, IRA, 401k all this stuff because the biggest problem is a um i'm seeing a lot of things about uh, if it is solvent at all that social security uh has less than 10 years left and we are not seeing uh, a workforce that is reinvesting in it in fact uh, wages are not going up regardless of what you're seeing but on top of that people are very nervous right now about what this uh central bank digital currency tokenization uh, social credit score, how that will affect their retirement funds. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about what people can do, because you said right now is the best time to reevaluate where your uh, savings are, where your funds are. It's the top of the year. We don't know what's happening, but there's lots you can do. Yeah. So the, the first of any year is probably the best time to do what, what I call a financial checkup on all of your investments. This is where you look at your stocks and you say, okay, do, do I need to have this stock? I've done good with this one. Or should I be more aggressive here or less aggressive here? Should I add some precious metals to what I currently have? And this is the time that people should really take a close look at everything that you have. And um, with, with gold, for example, gold is about $2,030 an ounce. It was $2,149 an ounce about a month ago. And right. it could probably go a lot higher than that. So this might be a good time to roll over a, per, a portion or maybe even all of your 401k or IRA into a precious metals IRA. And this is a non-taxable event, regardless of what your broker might tell you. This is a non-taxable event. And, um, and you don't have to store these metals at your home because 
uh, as a rule of retirement accounts, they have to be held at a third party storage facility. And we use one in Delaware that's very popular. I've been with them since the, geez, for about 15 years. And uh, so it's not stored here at our office. So it, right. it's safe. It's a, everything's insured there. And um, we also have storage options. If you make a cash purchase for gold or silver, you can store it there and you can you can set up right, rights of uh, um, for a beneficiary should you pass away, which has happened a couple of times this week, actually. Oh, wow. Just yeah. Right to the yeah. heirs. Yeah, that's something that uh, I talk. We've been talking about with uh, because uh, the Delaware Depository that Beverly Hills Precious Metals uses is also theirs, where they where they store their own um, their own stock of gold and silver, and and they also uh, offer accounts there. And what I've had a lot of friends do because listen, we we are going into this crazy 2024 year. There's going to be chaos coming at us from all sides. It's already happening. The news stories, the propaganda, it's going to be Goebbels level propaganda. And people have to really understand that part of this is about the collapsing of the fiat currency, of the of this debt slavery model that needs to die before it can be um uh you know, recalibrated to actually be money that is real and based on things because they are manipulating the gold and silver prices while I'm watching all these banks, especially Goldman Sachs, that have been very negative. They're all buying up tons of gold. They're trying to get their hands on even the mining stocks or everything else. Something's amiss with the with the numbers for gold in America right now, and they're not going to be able to do it for so long. Um, so one thing that we've talked about that you can do at the depository because we all want to talk about decentralizing, not complying, not walking, walking willingly into the central bank digital currency and a div digital ID, digital wallet uh, that is slavery, in my opinion, no privacy, no freedom, social credit score easily enacted that way, is um, I have friends that are putting away the money that they are saving for their kids' colleges, for weddings, uh, for the future. They're buying accounts, uh, they're buying gold and silver from you and then putting them in an accounts at the depository, uh, which is a great opportunity to protect yourself between whatever happens between now and November. So talk a little bit about at that happens. Let's say I'm saving, I'm a grandmother and I have 50,000 for each grandchild or a hundred thousand for each grandchild sitting in a bank somewhere that is about to go into digitization and tokenization. And I want to protect myself till whatever replaces this nightmare uh, comes about. So how do I do that? Well, um, what you would do is you would reach out to us and uh, um, go to the MLK Gold um, portion of your website and fill out the online form and let us know that you want to learn more about that. But really, the form for setting up a, a, a personal storage account, it's only a single page. And uh, you can set it up with a joint owner that has rights of, uh, of, of beneficiary. And, um, and it, it's so simple. Like, it really is so simple. And when you go to sell it, Let's say that uh, you, you funded an account with $100,000. So now you have $100,000 worth of real gold and silver sitting at the depository. And let's say you needed $20,000 and you had to sell some of it back to us. All I do is just ask, ask you exactly which product you want to sell. I, I fill out a form and have you sign it and send it back to me. I send it to the depository and then we have your medals in about two days at the most. And then we right. send you a wire transfer. This morning, I sent many wire transfers for exactly that reason. And yeah. it's so easy. And and the alternative is um, um, there's someone that is a mutual friend of, of both mine and yours that um, that uh, someone in their family or actually two people in their family are getting married. 
use this as an example just now. Right. And, and it's really happening. So they, they're paying for two weddings and they're like, Hey, we got to sell back like $60,000 worth of stuff. Well, for them, they don't have it in a storage account which is okay. It's just the silver can be quite cumbersome because the the, the bucket of silver that, that you've got from us is about 26 pounds. So yeah, they have yeah. to load like four of those into cardboard boxes and and we send them FedEx labels and they ship them to us. And when they arrive, then we just send a wire transfer. And that's still a good way to do it, but it's much easier to do it out of a storage account. And the storage yeah. accounts are insured. Yeah, exactly. And the best thing too, because there's a lot of changes that kicked in on the first of the IRS and you and I had done uh, many, many shows on not just the central bank digital currency, but on the IRS executive order. And a lot of people had their eyes on the 87,000 agents. They should have had their eyes even more closely on the AI that's going to be implemented at the IRS uh, and, the, and the ledger technology and all of what they're doing with uh, that, because that's also going to be through algorithms. And I believe the end goal there, Andrew, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, is to take out the middleman between the government and you when it comes to the taxes that you pay and maybe make it more streamlined where taxes come out immediately, where the government pulls them out directly, where the whole idea of TurboTax or, you know, any of these tax preparers, tax be goes away. It's no, it's no more. It's all now AI generated through algorithms on the back end. And God forbid there's a mistake. Who do you, who do you call at that point? So people have to be very cognizant of what they have, where they have it. Um, also, they're talking about this uh, unrealized gains tax, which seems totally fraudulent. Do you have a, do you know anything about that? Because uh, I would yeah. really uh, be looking into that if I was watching this show and and see if that affects you in any way. Uh, what is that about? Okay, so that's like if if you own a stock, let's say um, Apple, and let's say you've owned Apple for seven years. If you've owned it for seven years, as an example, you're way up. But typically, you're not taxed on that until you sell it. When you sell right. it, that's when you realize again. You don't have to sell all of it, just whatever portion you sell, that would be a capital gain. And you would be looking at at least 28% tax on, on that alone. So people just say, well, that's fine. I, I'll just never sell my Apple stock or I'll never sell anything in my portfolio. And they keep it for 20 something years. Well, it the government now is exploring the idea of taxing you annually on profits that you've not yet realized like you could you could lose right. everything tomorrow like if it was bitcoin and you bought bitcoin at 20,000 today it's at 47,000 it could be at 10,000 in 6 months so oh but if you had to pay tax on it just because it's the first of the year that would be awful I mean, I think the IRS is unconstitutional criminal to begin with, but let alone that sounds completely gangster to me. I don't understand these gangsters today. Janet Yellen's out there saying we had a soft landing. Everything's fine. Everyone else is like, no, everything's not fine. And and they're talking about entering another phase of the war in Taiwan that we can't. I don't even know where any of this money's coming from. They want us to pay the pensions now of of not just all everyone in Ukraine, but now they're talking about the pensions in the Middle East and the pensions. This is all fake money and it's got to collapse. And I believe this year is the year. So really, I think um, the best thing for me to, that I feel the best that I've done is I bought um, is that buying an account at the depository and just once in a while transferring money, transferring money out of the central banks that I'm stuck in, many of us are, and into where I know it's safe to weather the storm. Now, um, another uh, thing that I wanna get to before we go out is you and I have been telling people to look into this idea of bail-ins. Well, this week there's another whole story about how, remember we saw the, the collapse of um, Silicon Valley Bank and then there was another bank, another bank kind of stopped. Well. 
if people follow Ed Dowd as I do or Michael Berry or any of these people that have been right over time about what is going on and patterns, um, it is looking like when they start talking about bail-ins, uh, you can believe that that is something that they are putting and thinking about behind the scenes. Now, can you just tell my audience what a bail-in is? And I ask everyone to go look at this because I believe it was made uh, legal in the 2008. I personally, as my audience knows, thinks the 2008 entire thing was a manipulated um, implosion to start to get towards the central bank digital currency we're at now. But whatever the case may be, bail-ins, I think, were made legal somehow then. What is that? Oh. So um, leading up to 2008 and, and in 2008, when Obama took presidency, one of the things that, that he came in, he wanted to be the hero and say, look, everything that's happening with the with the um, with the real estate market and these um, subprime loans, banks lending you money for homes that they knew that you couldn't afford so that you would lose them. And they would actually make more money from you if you lose your home than if you actually paid the scheduled payments over time. Well, he wanted to be the hero and wanted to pass something called the Dodd-Frank Act, and uh, that was supposed to protect us. But so many different things that were unrelated to real estate and, and mortgage loans and, and mortgage bonds are in there. And one of them is that um, we're no longer depositors like we were prior to 2008 when you set up a bank account. You're a creditor. And that means that, uh, that creditor, anytime you're a creditor, and unless you're a big credit card company, you, you're a creditor of somebody owes you money and they filed for bankruptcy. And that's what the banks are setting it up for. And, and also they can do what's called a bail-in. That's where they reach into your savings account and your checking account, take a portion of it to bail themselves out. They just, they call it a bail-in and this is legal. And you can actually Google it. You can look it up. Terrible. You can find actual documents that this is real. Yeah, Obama was not messing around, folks. I, I really believe we were so distracted between, uh, you know, the implosion of the banks, too big to fail. Of course, Rob's bank was too small to save, like most of them. Uh, they really consolidate it, and they're doing it again. And this is really, I believe, leading towards the One World Bank uh, ideal that they really have wanted all this time for the since they installed the uh, the Federal Reserve, which should have never happened. But at the end of the day, he, we are where we are. And the bail-in prospect is scary. But the other thing, though, that people should really also be looking into and researching for yourself is what does that mean in terms of where we are in this country, where you are? You have to really think proactively about protecting yourselves and your family in this upcoming year. There's going to be a tremendous amount of manufactured chaos to divide the American people. And once there is a problem with the manufactured with the supply chain and with getting to the bank and automation. I mean, right now, Andrew, I don't know how it is in, um, in Beverly Hills and in LA. I used to, I lived there for 18 years, but, um, uh, in New York city and even in Florida, we are seeing more and more, um, banks turn into just ATMs and, and the banks, there's no people in there. There's, there's no one to talk to you call. I like play a game when I call some of the, especially chase. And I try to figure out, I, I that if it, I I believe that a lot of it is AI. I don't think it's even a real person at this point because I catch them sometimes and they get really. I don't understand what you're saying. We'll say it like 14 times. I'll ask like 14 different questions. But um, what do you think is happening with automation of banks as well, and uh, and the danger of that? Well, I've been told by managers at two different Wells Fargo branches that they are setting up the banking system for us to only walk into a branch 
if it's to create new business with them. And I'm not talking about opening up a bank account. They want you to do that online. This would be to get like a business loan or or a home loan. And really they can do they can start that process online as well. They do not want you going into the banks. Even when I was in Dubai, I'm talking to a to um one of the people that was driving the black car for us. And um, and he was talking about how great living in Dubai is. He's from Pakistan. He goes, look, I could just do everything from my computer. He's like, I set up my bank accounts on on, on my computer. He's like, it, it, everything is just so simple now. I don't have to touch cash. And I'm just like, the younger people are just um, so excited about that. Where where we're we're, um, we're putting up quite a fight ourselves to make sure that we could uh, that we can have tangible items that, of value in our hands to be able to um, protect ourselves during a, um, during a a difficult time. Yeah. It's the usual propaganda though, that they're selling to everyone for the 17 development goals. The one of, of everyone being equal. They want us first of all in America to accept a universal basic income, everything they're doing in in the EU, they plan to do here. But uh, the one thing that we have to remind you over and over again is the central bank digital currency is not private. Every single transaction you make, and they plan to hook it up to the AI of IRS, every transaction you make will be watched. Remember when Janet Yellen came out and said, like, every transaction over $600 then came out and, like, backtracked? Well, that's back in the mix again. They weren't going after anyone with the IRS, 87,000 agents for under $400,000 a year. Now that's reversed. Now it can be anything, and they're probably going after small businesses. They also just put in... Um, just kicked in on the first, a rule where everyone that's involved in your company, whether they're active or not, has to have a full background check and be totally online. And they need to know everything about them with S-Corps and LLCs. This is the end of privacy. This is social credit score, social engineering through banks and corporations that is coming for you and your family. So as much as you can do to decentralize now, please do that. So Andrew, let's say, uh, Andrew and I have been working together a whole time, a, a long time. So we put in a good thing on the melkshow.com. You go to my partner's page, go Pre- Beverly Hills Precious Metals or to melkgold.com. And we created a form. The form is very important because Andrew has hired multiple people over the last three years that specialize in specific things that will give you the best answer clearly and right away as fast as possible. But you have to fill out the form. You need to put your email in. I promise you myself, you trust me in the show. Your email goes nowhere but between me and Andrew. I will not share your email with anyone. Uh, Your phone number is very important if you want to get the best uh, care and right away. And most important is the notes section. So talk a little bit about what you set up there at the MelkShow.com partners page for Beverly Hills Precious Metals or at MelK Gold. Well, fill out the most info that you can in the notes section. If you're interested in learning how to roll over a 401k or an IRA into one that holds precious metals, then, then say that right in there. If you want to learn more about the personal storage account, enter that into there. If you're only working with a couple thousand dollars and you want to know if that's enough, to start with gold and silver, definitely put that in there. And then we have people that um, that will have questions. They'll say, look, I'm in mutual funds or I'm in stocks and I've been considering um, liquidating those. Um, what percentage um, do you think we should do of gold versus silver? And why do I need physical and, and not say paper silver? Just anything that you have questions about, put that in there because I'll get you to the right person that can be patient with you and explain to you exactly how this can benefit you. And there are times that we tell people like, maybe this isn't for you. Like right. if you've, you know, if you've got, you know, $1,500 in your checking account and you're thinking about putting all of that into gold and silver, 
um, we'll usually advise that you don't proceed with this. Just um, um, keep that there, save it for an emergency fund and um, and um, circle back in the future. So yeah, it's really um, important that people yeah. are super proactive. That's what we've been saying now for three years, but now it's more important than ever because I'm telling you, uh, don't let anyone fool you. What is happening with the BRICS nations because of our terrible foreign policy and you know the never-ending wars and the sanctions as weapons for financials and all this stuff? You know, the we don't have anyone in D.C. negotiating with the rest of the world in in good faith that the rest of the world's willing to uh, like cooperate with. We really, until we have a new, new, um, uh, a change in Washington, DC, which God willing will come in, uh, 2024, um, uh, at the end of in November, 2024, um, we are going to be in a situation where the rest of the world is slowly, but surely isolating the five eyes nations, especially the United States out, out of their, of their, uh, trajectory of what they're doing in the future. So please, please be proactive. This isn't about, you know, right or left or any kind of nonsense, political nonsense. This is about the security of you and your family and your future and protecting what you have. There was a time and there will be a time again, I believe, when gold and silver will be investments right now. They're safe havens. And for real, more than ever, you have to make sure that you're not in this centralized world that's going to uh, totally usurp your ability to travel, to buy what you want, go where you want, all of that. We have to fight hard to stay out of their central bank digital currency. It is a dead end for uh, freedom and uh, security. So uh, last words, Andrew, you've been on the tour with me a long time. Andrew and I um, were winding down a little, but I'm going to be going around the country. Hopefully I'll be in your neck of the woods, Andrew, and visit some of my old friends in LA. But at the same time, we'll be in Detroit in June at the Reawaken America tour. So you've been on the road with us a long time. You also travel internationally a lot. Uh, what are you seeing for our first show in 2024 beyond the financial situation and, and really stressing to everyone if you have not prepared and protected your family and your savings yet please get in touch with beverly hills precious metals go to the partners page at the it helps me a lot andrew is my main sponsor that allows me to do my show but andrew is also a great patriot and a very huge supporter of me and what we're doing so andrew your thoughts on the country and what you see going into 2024 and what people should be focusing on well, I feel like there's a lot of distractions out there, um, real world problems with what we see in Ukraine, what we see happening in, in Israel. And um, there's an election where we're seeing stuff about um, the Epstein files. We're seeing so many things thrown in front of us to get right. us to not look at what's really happening to our banking system and, and our monetary system, not just here, but abroad. Things yeah. are changing and we're going away from uh, from you being able to have some tangible um, like dollars or currency that you could put under your mattress, that that's completely going away. So right. get as much gold and silver as you can. It uh, um, If you feel that you have invested too much into gold and silver and you find yourself in a bind, you can always convert it back into cash. Right. But yeah. um, when everything happens that we know is happening, your only regret's going to be that you didn't have more gold and silver. Whatever amount you have, you're going to wish you had more. So definitely reach out to it. Yep. <laughs> I do. As this keeps going and I read and learn more and more, I continue to buy more gold. And and the biggest reason I keep it, in, I think the depository that you have is the best case scenario for most people because you also buy it back and give it back. It's kind of an alternative to banking in terms of savings right now, which is a great, great option. 
Um, but really, uh, folks, you have to understand that um, the banks don't work for you, okay? The banks work for the banks, and the banks right now are being gobbled up by the private Western Central Bank that wants us all to be on their blockchain digitized. We, the people of the United States, are backstopped to this, so please take this very seriously. Your 401k and IRA, if they are going through BlackRock and Vanguard, they are supporting the controlled demolition of the United States of America. Uh, BlackRock is on the forefront. Don't forget, the guy that runs BlackRock is also on the board of the World Economic Forum behind the ESG score and one of the architects of the Great Reset and also the post-America world are very, very heavily invested in the CCP and them taking over. Uh, they already have the social credit score and the uh, full track and trace surveillance of money and travel and health. And we don't want that in America. So standing for freedom also means decentralizing into gold and silver and at least weathering the storm until we find on the other side a better way forward than what we've had in the past uh, Andrew Sorcini, you are the best of the best. Uh, thank you so much for all you do for me uh, personally, for my family, uh, in making us feel safe and secure uh, weathering this year's storm. And um, I appreciate all you do. Uh, any last words? Let's have a positive out. Well, I feel that everything is going to turn out just fine for us. We just have to make it through this rough patch. So this is just uh, providing insurance for everything you've worked your whole life for. And, um, and uh, I feel like we're going to need it. So reach out to us, but everything will be fine. I agree. Thank you so much, sir. I'll see you soon. And uh, we will also be both of us in Detroit. If you want to come meet us, we like to hang out with the folks because that's why we do this. Thank you so much, Andrew Sorcini, Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Go to the MelKShow.com partners page and fill out the form. And you know what? They're really nice people to talk to and you will speak to a human, which isn't that normal these days. So thank you so much for all you do, Andrew, for me and for my audience. I will see you soon. Thank you. Thank you.